What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I want to ask you to do something this morning, but I don't want you to just do it. I want to ask you to do it by faith. Because if you do it by faith, somebody might get up and run. Somebody might wake up that might be a little asleep. Somebody that's tired may regain their strength. Something might happen, amen? And if nothing happens, it will happen eventually, amen? Because we're doing it in faith, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We're not moved by sight, all right? Or feelings, but we're moved by the power and spirit of God, amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, I want to do something off the mic, you know, but... Hallelujah. I'm sorry for the folks that were not here. There's no leftovers. Kitchen is closed. But see, we don't serve a God that has leftovers. So I have good news for you. There's a fresh anointing this morning. Hallelujah. Each and every time you come in the presence of God... There is a fresh anointing. Amen. There's a fresh anointing for you this morning. So you didn't miss anything. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, what a move of the Spirit. Amen. It took me back some years. Hallelujah. Right, Brother Jolly? Oh, a time when we didn't have watches, man, and, and phones, and we didn't care about things like that. Hallelujah. We could hear the wind in the trees. Amen. <laughs> we just worship our God and praise God and was... Excited to go back in the evening again and just be with God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. But I want you to do what I'm going to ask you to do this morning, but think about it, all right? And apply some faith in it. But touch your neighbor this morning and say, get some. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if you didn't get some this morning, then you guys are not doing what I ask you to do, all right? Get some. Hallelujah. Get some. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not get me some. But get some. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we praise you this morning, O God. Hallelujah. We thank you for a fresh anointing this morning, O God. Hallelujah, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your joy flow this morning, O God. Let your joy flow in this place this morning, O God. Hallelujah. Let your joy flow this morning. Just yield to Him this morning. Yield to His Spirit this morning. Hallelujah. Because He's in control this morning. God is in control. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we just thank You this morning, O God, that we can come into Your presence, O God, and yield unto Your Spirit this morning, O God. And allow your Holy Spirit, O oh God, to show us what we need to know, O oh God. To show us where we need to go and what we need to hear, Father God. He is the revealer of all truths, O oh Father God. We yield ourselves, O oh God. I yield myself, O oh Father God. My tongue, O oh God. My mouth, O oh Father. My heart unto you this morning, O oh God. And let your Holy Spirit have his way, O oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Take full control of this meeting this morning, Father God. Hallelujah. Because when you are in charge, O God, it doesn't matter if the waves are raising high, O God, and the storms are all around, O Father God. It doesn't matter, O God, if there's no fish in the boat this morning. Hallelujah. But when you are the head, O Father God, all things will be possible, Father God. Hallelujah. To those that believe, hallelujah. And we believe this morning, O God. Hallelujah. And thank you, O God. For giving us some this morning. Hallelujah. 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 That wasn't planned, but, you know, just let God do His thing. Amen? Hallelujah. How do you open this thing, right? Anyway, we're going to do another thing that's different this morning. I'm not waiting until Christmas. I want to hear your praise reports. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So while Sharon is coming up here, those of you who are not done, 
We want to hear those praise reports. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Because we're not waiting on Christmas. Amen? (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm excited. Huh? Well, you want me to read them, huh? No, no, no. I'm going to designate somebody with glasses this morning. Oh, it's, you know it's you, Miss Ethel. I give the job to Sharon and it came back. Hey, things are bouncing back. You never know. Oh, you know, Mrs. Ethel, I just want to know why you're talking about monkeys, you know. That's all right. I don't know. Just just read, read, read my last. Okay. I think we need the mic. Yes. There you go. Good, because I'm bad with this. All right. This is from Barbara Heck, Mrs. Heck. Uh, this week, God opened the windows of heaven, poured out a blessing of a VA check that many were dubious about her receiving it. It took two years. Amen. For those who endure, we endure to the end. Amen. Amen. From Miss Gladys, Avon business has increased from two customers of which I was one, (laughs) so really she had one customer, to five customers. Amen. Amen. Um, Granddaughter's college gave her money for three semesters. She has to pay less than 1500 per semester. The third semester is even less. Glory be to God, because y'all know them college bills. Oh, Lord. I was talking to... Rashawn last night, and one of her friends is paying $36,000, so you all figure it out. This one's for me. Healing in my feet that allowed me to move and be here this morning. When I received my healing, I demonstrated it by being productive and doing house chores that I had been putting off. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I took all that pray, uh, that healing power and energy and cleaned my house. Glory be to God. <laughs> Amen. This one is from Susan. I requested prayer for a co-worker's father-in-law. He, oh, she's requesting prayer. Oh, you requested prayer. He's out of ICU and doing well. Praise God. Prayer definitely works. Josiah, my hands were hurting a lot because I cut bushes with my dad yesterday. How you put the boy to work? What you doing? They can't only eat, Miss Ethel. He has stuff to do. During worship, the pain left. Glory. Hallelujah. That's what can happen because God is here already. But, you know, you come in receiving and you get. Glory be to God. This one's for Mr. Keith. Thanks to the Lord for providing a great vacation, safe travel, and protection over everything at home. Glory. Hallelujah. We thank you. Welcome back to the Porters. And for Mr. Nez, I want to thank God. He's so good. I was all prepared with my message, which took a few weeks, when Pastor Steve threw me a (laughs) curveball. New message for Sunday. From last Sunday night, I had a very short, impossible time to prepare. But God is God. Here I am. Amen. Amen. And as a teacher, I, I can... Sympathize with Mr. Naz how that all goes. But I've had God change him on me as I'm writing them, thinking I'm going one way, he's going the other way, and we go his way because that's the best way. Amen? Amen. Keep those praise reports coming until what God is doing. Oh, we got one more. See that knee works? Knee works, feet works. Amen. Uh, Last week, when Pastor Jay was ministering to my mother. Your mother was here? Oh, my God. Tell you how focused I was on the board, amen? See, Daryl, you can't leave me in charge like that. I just lose my mind. I had been a little discouraged by the resistance I saw in the natural realm. 
But I thank God for blessing me with such a wonderful church family for all of your, all of your encouragement and prayers. I felt so encouraged as I released through your... What's that word? I released through your encouragement. That's what it was. Your encouragement that the good work God has started, he will complete it. Glory be to God. And I praise and thank God for his plans for me, for you and our families. Oh, one more. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Ha, ha, Connie. <laughs> this one's from Mercy. Took an extreme, an entrance exam and was told after the results came out that I was going to be assigned a lower level class. Jolly and I will not take a no for an answer. After prayers, uh-oh, they got on it. Um, let's see, what does it say? After prayers, we called on the program coordinator, and she said, yes, they have accepted me into the higher level class. Amen. Hallelujah. God's kids aren't at the lower level. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. He says, I'll make you the head, not the tail. Glory be to God. We thank our God. Amen. So like I said, keep them coming. God is doing things every day, no matter how big, no matter how small. He is doing it. And it says that we, by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb, we overcome. So what God did for each and every person here on these prayer papers, he will do for each and every one of you. Amen? Amen. Praise God. I rather enjoyed that, amen? Amen. Praise God. Just to start off in that way, amen? Hallelujah. Oh, we had such a great time. Had a hard time titling my message, but... (laughs) The remarkable power of our God, amen? Amen. God is amazing. He is remarkable. He is just an awesome God, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. First Peter 2 and 24. Mr. Darrell, you may have to keep up with me. I just didn't get time to get all these scriptures together for you. But um, First Peter 2, 24. This is what was talking about this morning. Ending with the E-D, amen? <laughs> Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we haven't died to sins, might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. Amen. Were healed this morning. Hallelujah. You know, I give a testimony about how I got healed in this church, and I really did. Sitting, I believe, in the second or third chair in the front here. I had severe back pain for a long time and couldn't bend, you know, my back and all of that stuff and for years. And I got healed here, and guess how I felt during the week? So we know we serve a deceiver. We serve a liar. But man, I had so much pain during this, this week. I did something and I pulled my back and I, I, it, it, was, it was awful. But I remember what Miley was saying, you know. These things don't have to stay in your body. I just ignored that thing and I just continued what I was doing. After two days or so, it just disappeared, amen. But how we can get drawn, you know. By the enemy. Some of the things I took away from what he was saying, you know, like how they took Jesus to throw him off of that cliff. And, you know, and, and it, it's, it was like a joke to him, amen? He just went around with them, went along with them, and then he just turned around and through the midst of them, they were so confused. Like, where did he go, amen? So it's okay if you're taken along for a ride this morning. You just don't have to... Go all the way, amen? You just go all the way with God. You know, and the enemy will trick us and bring us to the brink, amen? And make us feel there's no way out and there's nothing else to do and you're hopeless. That you serve a hopeless God, but we don't, amen? Hallelujah. And healing is one of the things, you know, that's talked about and preached about so many times and on and on and... and Sometimes it's just so hard to receive and to think that you receive your healing. 
But we were healed. Amen? It was already done 2,000 years ago. We just have to clear our mind, apply faith, amen, and believe what God has done. Even if you came in limping and walking back out limping, just confess the right things, amen? I guarantee you before you get to that car or you get home, you'll be running around, amen? We saw it in the meeting here, amen? That was amazing. That was our God in action, amen? Could you believe that? Hallelujah. She had that brace on. I mean, she limped from that chair to here. Before you know it, she was on fire and running around this church. Amen? Hallelujah. God is so good. Amen? You know, talk about in Acts 10.38. It says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Amen? God was with him. God is in us. God is with us. And we have His Spirit in us. Amen? So we can do all things. We can do anything. I love that song. We can do anything. We can do anything. Amen? <clears throat> you know, it's easy to get healed in a meeting where there is mass faith and everyone's believing. That's what Kenneth Hagan said in one of his books. And others get healed through a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Through gifts of the Spirit and gifts of healing, laying on of hands, they're all real. Amen? These things can happen. Hallelujah. And they're happening today and they will continue to happen. Amen? We have to keep up. We have to realize that the time that we live in. Amen? And we have to walk by, you know, we walk by the Spirit of God. We need to sing in the Spirit. Amen? Just the way we wake, we move, we sleep in Him. Amen? Hallelujah. Getting prepared for everything that's out there that's going to try to come against us. Amen? You know, many of us have been healed in the meeting last week, alright? Set free of some things. Receive revelation knowledge on some things. I know I did. Our faith were increased. We got peace. Some people got peace. Miss Gladys over there. Joy. And some of us even planted seed, amen? We planted seed with an expectant return harvest. Because if you're given something and you're not expecting anything, it's not going to be worth anything, amen? So whatever we sow, we have to expect to receive by faith, amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. But what do we do when the enemy comes back to steal? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I want to read you something else again from Brother Hagen. Pastor Steve gave me a little book. He said, don't read the whole book. But I can't help myself to read some of, some of the many things that were in there. Amen. He says, no one can maintain a healing or a blessing which has come as a result of another's feet. Gifts of the Spirit and so on. Unless their faith is developed through the Word of God. To the point where they can maintain their own rights. We have rights, amen? We have rights to go to our Father. We have rights to healing. We have rights to prosperity. We have rights to everything that it says in His Word, amen? We have that right. We have a, a deceiver that wants to tell us differently. Our bodies that want to tell us differently. Our circumstances that want to speak differently. But that's not what the Word of God says, amen? And it's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to keep it real sometimes, amen? But at the end of it, we need to trust in God. And believe what His Word says, amen? We must learn to stand in faith, He says. To keep the switch of faith turned on. I love that. Keep the, fit, fit, the switch of faith turned on. I love that. Amen. So when we get to that point, when we get to that edge of, that edge of the cliff, we need to turn our faith on. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And realize who we serve, yes. where we came from. Yes. Hallelujah. You know, I heard about messages on the sand and messages in a bottle. 
Brother Jolly, messages on a tub. Man, that's a new one. But you know, I started to think about that, and I started to think about it, and you know, something good come out of that. That's how, what, how we were, amen? Dirty, not having no hope, miserable, messed up, and God came and wrote His Word in our heart, amen? Hallelujah! Through the murk and the dirt, others began to see, hey, that's not the same person that I knew before. What is different, Amen? He made us different, amen? He wrote some good things, amen? And how many of you know, in that handwriting, in those words and those space, it's clean. Around it, there's dirt. And as we begin to, you know, live for Him, and we continue to yield to Him, more things became clean, amen? That whole dirty section there just, just filled up with His Word. Hallelujah. And now we're all clean. Well, you still have to clean that tub, Brother Jolly. Hallelujah. You know, we know God uses people who are especially equipped and gifted by the Spirit. And thank God for them. Amen? Like we saw with Brother Jake. Hallelujah. I want to read you 1 Corinthians 12, 7 and 13. What a manifestation of the Spirit. Amen? Amen? It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. To one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healings by the same Spirit. Verse 10, to another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. And to another different kinds of tongues. To another in the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things. Distributing to each one individually as He wills. For as the body is one and has many members. But all the members of that one body. Being many. So also in Christ. For by one Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, or whether slaves or free. And have all been made to drink into one Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when Brother Hagen talks about the manifestation of the, of the Spirit and the gifts of healing and different gifts, it's right in the Word. Amen? So you didn't get it from me this morning, you got it from the Word of God. Alright? So we're on the same page. But you know, it's, it's very interesting that I saw something that I never saw before. And you're all going to help me preach this morning. You're all doing well. You're helping me participate in this morning. Amen. But I saw some things in this scripture. And as we say them, I want you to look at it. It talks about, I want you to say, the Spirit. The Spirit. Same Spirit. Same Spirit. Same Spirit. Same spirit, Same spirit, one spirit, one spirit. drink into one spirit. one spirit. So when you have time and you go through that and you, and you highlight like I did, that's what I saw. The spirit, the spirit, the spirit, same spirit, same spirit, same spirit, same spirit, and we all end up back with one spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. His Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I found that very interesting. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, the healing gifts bring people in, but just like new converts, amen? Brother Hagan continues to talk like, you know, we need to get established in the Word if we are going to go on. And that's very important. That's what Brother Jake wanted for us, and that's what Pastor Steve wants for us, amen? The reason why he asked us to go this way this morning, and I believe it's the reason he'll go in this almost same direction next week, amen? So we can keep our little lights going, and we can stay in the same direction. Amen? You know, people who get healed also need to get established in the Word as, you know, if we need to stay healed. That's, that's very important. Amen? After it's all said and done, you know, he continues that, uh, and we get back home and we are now on our own and I can reflect on this. They're no longer surrounded by faith. So if you think about that, 
weigh in here and if you're not so much of a word person and it's not a bad thing you know it takes time and to feed more and get into that wood and grow we all grow amen a tree doesn't grow automatically when we plant a seed it doesn't grow automatically amen it takes time and it does take time so it's not a bad thing but when you're surrounded by the anointing and the power and the presence of God and you get healed and you feel so good and then you go home you're no longer surrounded by faith the thing that can keep you surrounded by faith is, you know, turning some of that music on, getting into His Word, running around a little bit, doing a little dance here, a little, you know, getting your joy on. Amen? But if you're not, you can get, and you're not on guard, you, it could be a very sad moment. Amen? The enemy could come and start whispering those things into your ear. You know? Doubt and unbelief starts coming in. A D and U I. D U I, amen. D U. Doubt and unbelief. I should have something for I, amen. <laughs> but that D that D U begins to come in, amen. And the minute the first, the first symptoms show up, what does he say to us? I thought the Lord healed you. Trying to bring doubt and on, on belief. Amen? And if you don't have enough faith in you to hold on to what you have, the devil is going to steal it away from you. Amen? God is so good, I thank God for, you know, Pastor Stephen Carney for being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Because I truly believe before these meetings, you know when he started to teach us on, on Friday. We all have to examine our lives, right? Some areas where we didn't think we could be walking in pride. Then came learn to discern, amen? And we just had a little taste, but it's going to continue. But I believe all, all of this was in preparation for these meetings we just had. Because if you're not humble, and you're not walking and, you know, filled in with the Spirit of God, and being prepared for something, you can get caught off God. And you may not receive the things that you, God truly wants us to receive. So I, you know, I love all the serious pastors he taught on, and you know, we've been here many years, but man, pride can creep in, amen? And I believe God really, really prepared us for this meeting. Because they, they, they had not met Brother Jake, you know. They had never met them and, you know, talked to them or anything like, like that. And we know some meetings were coming up, but it really prepared our hearts. A lot of us really, you know, really, really wrapped ourselves in this meeting and really allowed the power of God to do what He was doing. Amen? Luke 5, verses 17 and 26. So now it happened on a certain day as He was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. And like what it says there. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of the Lord. Amen? So when, if the power of God, the power of God is present, and we don't have faith, it won't work. Amen? We can have some hope. But I truly think we applied some faith. Amen? We were all built up. Our faith was ripe and ready. Amen? And then we had the power of God. Amen? Because there are times, you know, where Jesus could do nothing. Amen? The power of God was there, but the people were not in faith. Amen? So this is to just show you. Amen? And verse 19, it says, And when they could not find how they might bring Him in, because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let Him down with His bed through the tiling in the midst before Jesus. And when He saw what? When he saw what? Their faith. faith. So we have the power of the Lord present. And we have their faith. Amen. He said, man, your sins are forgiven you. So rather than reading the whole story, I just wanted you to get that. Amen. 
Also in Mark 25 and 34, just two verses, verse 30 and 34, it says, And Jesus immediately, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And we've heard this many times and we heard it in the meeting. But I wanna, what I want to emphasize is, when we read verse 17, it says, And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Amen. Verse 20, their faith. And then we have here, that power. Amen. And then, in verse 34, he said to her, Daughter, what? Your faith. Your faith has made you well. So if she had no faith, what was going to happen? Amen. It says, Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. I read something that, you know, Brother Doug talked about in one of his books, and it, it really opened up my mind. Could you imagine, I mean, for some of us, we need things from God, and we have our, our faith, and the enemy would try to put roadblocks in front of us. For the woman with the issue of blood, there was a crowd, amen? And when you're sick, you don't want to be around people, amen? You don't want to hear nothing, you don't want to be around a crowd. You don't want to hear nothing. Amen? Because how many of you know that in that crowd, nobody was silent. Everybody was having their own conversation. Amen? Some people were being filled, you know, with the, with the Spirit of God. and I, I mean, people were just basking in the presence of God. But there were a lot of people that were talking and chattering. And you're sick and you're not feeling well. You don't want to be around people like that. Amen? So how many of you know she had some obstacles? Amen? But I like what she did. She left the crowd... And she went around. Amen. She went around and she came from the back. She came from the back. That was smart, didn't they? Amen. So she had some obstacles, but she came from the back. And when she got to the back, there were still people in front of her. How many of you know she started to stoop down? Amen. She started to get down. And you know the clothes that they wore then? They don't wear clothes like us. They were long. They were like curtains. Amen. She started to part some clothing. Amen. She started to part some things. <laughs> And even though people were in contact with Jesus, nothing happened. All she had was her faith, amen, and her determination. She started from the back and she was just making her way, amen. She was just making her way through the crowd till she grabbed the right piece of cloth, amen. Hallelujah. And I'm sure it says that she touched the hem of his garment. But how can we be sure that she knew for sure before she touched that garment that that was the right one? Amen? Could you imagine her going with her faith and she was just reaching, amen? She knows she couldn't touch anybody, but she was just reaching for something. The only thing that was left, she was already down on the ground. She couldn't get back up. She was so sick, amen? She was so sick. She just was reaching for anything that was available on that ground. The robe of Jesus, amen? The hem of His garment. So when there is no, when you think there is no, no way out, and you're standing, it doesn't matter if you sit or you're standing, and you're praising your God, and you're applying your faith, and you're knocking on heaven's door, and nothing is happening as yet, and you're just making your way, amen? You're just making your way to the throne of God. You may need to get on the ground, Lie on the ground, roll along a little bit until you touch that hem, amen? That hem of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So remember, it's their faith, my faith, your faith, her faith, and the power of God, amen? That's present. And it ignites and causes things to happen. Now, there are certainly a, a few things we can do to keep what God has given us some 2,000 years ago. Amen? Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. One of the things, and I think one of the most important things, is the Word. The New Century Version talks about here in Psalm 107 and verse 20. It says, God gave them the command and healed them. If we receive healing for a particular illness or just healing in general, you know, we can always find it in the Word. 
there's always something that we can go back and reflect. There's always a story in there of some incident or something that happened. Amen? And we can find it in the Word and we can just go after it. Reading about it. Meditating on it. Over and over and over and over. Amen? Till we begin to, to pull faith out of that Word. Amen? Because it's God speaking back to us. Faith comes by healing, by hearing, and hearing the Word of God. Amen? When we begin to meditate over and over, how many of you know like a good recipe that you follow to its perfection till you know it so well that others will want to know how to enjoy what you already know once you get a taste. You make something so nice and everybody wants that recipe. Amen? It tastes so good. Amen? Well, that's like the Word of God. When you get when you get that taste, amen, when you get that taste, you just want more. And in case you're not sure, Psalm 34 and verse 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. So God is good. We can taste Him. We can feel Him. Hallelujah. He loves us so much. Amen. God loves us so much. Psalm 107 and verse 20, it says, He sent His word and healed them. The word he sent under the old covenant. <laughs> I guess he won that again, amen. He says he sent his word and healed them. The word, amen. So we're talking about a lot of things here this morning. We're talking about faith. I'm not done. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. So I guess we don't need this. So I'll just turn it off. I'm trying to see how long we're going, man. But um, it says he sent his word and healed them. The word he sent under the old covenant was smoke, spoken by the prophets. But the word he sent under the new covenant is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the word of God, the living word. It says he sent his word and healed us again. So, therefore, in the mind of God, we are already healed. We just have to accept it. Amen? He's already sent His Word and healed us. He's already given us the written Word so we'll know what the living Word did for us. Not just the Word, but the living Word. Amen? And these are the things we need to, to feed on in order to stay in faith. When doubt and unbelief comes in, Amen? So one of the first and most important things we need to do is what? Stay in the Word. Amen? Get back to that Word and just pull some things out of it. Amen? Get to the hem of that Word. Amen? And feed on it. So we have faith, the power, and the presence of God, His servant, and all perfect ingredients to receive from God. Like we had in the meeting. Now we get to know the Lord through His Word and hold fast to it. And we'll always be ready when doubt and unbelief shows up. And I tell you that's exactly what was going on in the meeting. Amen? Our faith was ready. The power and the presence of God was here. His servant was here. All the ingredients, perfect ingredients for that recipe. Amen? Hallelujah. Psalm 119, verses 16, and just 42, just two verses. It says, I will delight myself in your statues. I will not forget your word. And verse 42 says, So shall I have an answer for him who reproaches me, for I trust in your word. Amen? Another point we have. We can also pray in the Spirit. We can also pray in the Spirit. Amen? When we don't know what to do, 
when weakness comes, just pray in the Spirit. Amen? Jude 1.20 says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen? It is important. So we have tools. Amen? We have things that we can use. We have things that we can use. Amen? Hallelujah. Another familiar scripture in Romans 8.26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Amen? So we don't have to understand it. We're not here to understand it. We're just here to obey. Amen? Brother, can you bring that prop for me? I was prompted to prop this morning, amen, <laughs> when I came in. I only saw this done a couple of years ago, but we'll try it this morning, amen. But it is very important that we stay in the Word. We pray in the Holy Spirit, stay in that Word, meditate on His Word, amen. Amen. You know, this is kind of like what happened in the meeting. Hallelujah. And you know, for some of us, we receive some things, amen? Oh my God. And you know, it depends on how much you want this morning. Because we, once we stay in faith, we're going to be surrounded with what water represents, amen? The Spirit of God. And in that meeting, how much did you want? Amen? How much did you receive? How much did you want? Amen? Did you stop just right there? Well, we wanted to stop, but God didn't stop. Amen? God just continued. And I don't even have to look because, thank God, I have a bowl. Amen? God just continued and overflowed us. But these are the things that would happen when you begin to stay in faith. And under the power and presence of God. When you begin to speak in tongues and you begin to pray in the Spirit, amen? These are the things that are going to happen. It's not going to be comfortable, but it's going to be enjoyable. To every last drop. Hallelujah. So when the enemy comes, we're not dry, we're prepared. We are filled with the Spirit of God, amen? Every day and every time we get up in the morning. I remember reading, you know, Benny Hinn's book many, many years ago. And I applied that in my life. When I get up in the morning, I don't say, ooh or ah, amen. I don't say hi. I don't talk to nobody. I don't say anything. I speak to the Holy Spirit. The first thing I say is what I, you know, that just touched me in his book when he read and he said, you know, every morning when he gets up, the first thing he says is, good morning, Holy Spirit, and welcome in my life. And I apply that in my life and I feel like if I don't take that, it's like if I don't say that in the morning, it just become such a habit, just like, you know, brushing your mouth. For, you know, it's just something I do. I get up in the morning and the first thing I do, good morning, Holy Spirit. My eyes are not even open as yet and welcome in my life. And that causes me to stay filled. Amen? It causes me. And even if I'm half filled, as we begin to, throughout the day, fill ourselves back up. Amen? And we leave our house and our home. We are not unguarded. God didn't just leave us alone. Amen? He left us with His Holy Spirit. The Comforter. Reminded of that, be reminded of that living water that's inside of you. When we face difficult situations. When we feel like we're on the edge of the cliff and we can't pray. And our faith seems to be dwindling. Picture the Holy Ghost in you. Like water, amen? Filling up inside of you. And begin to yield to His Spirit. And nothing will be impossible. Amen? 
in this life things are going to come. He's a deceiver. And he's got his job to do. But we pay no mind to him. Amen? Because he's already defeated. And he's just a sore loser. Amen? And he just wants to take some of us along for the ride with him. But how many of you know that he can try and he may defeat you, but only for a day? Amen? Only for a day. Maybe only for some of us for an hour, for a couple minutes, and we shake ourselves back out and be reminded of who we are. Amen? That we stand in power, that we are filled in power, that we have his word. Amen? Hallelujah. And nothing will be impossible. I want to read you this familiar scripture in Acts 2 and verses 1 and 4. But I want to read you from the Williams translation. It talks about the Spirit comes at Pentecost. It says, Now when the day of Pentecost had now come, we were all meeting in one mind. When suddenly, they came from heaven... A sound like a terrific blast of wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And when they saw tongues like flames of fire separating and resting on their heads, one to each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in foreign languages as the Spirit granted them things, granted them to utter divine things. I love this Williams translation. Amen. Verse 3, three I, I like when it says, and when they saw, like Brother Jake was saying, that he was seeing things in the Spirit. Amen. And for some of us, I'm sure we did also. But they saw the tongues like flames of fire separating, like we saw in this meeting, separating and resting on their heads. One to each of them. One spirit, same spirit. Amen. Because for some of us, we knew what was going on. And for some of us, we didn't know what was going on. Amen. All we know, we were on the floor. We were running. We were jumping. We were doing something. Amen. Hallelujah. We were receiving a lot of things. Amen? So we have the Word. We have His Spirit. We can pray in the Spirit. Amen? We can have some Pentecost experience. And also some laughing. Amen? Now when you talk about laughing, a lot of people have different funny laughs. Amen? Some people you just want to get the joke, but you don't want them to laugh, amen? Because then it's not funny no more. They don't laugh so well, amen? But they laugh anyway. For my wife, she has a very particular, special laugh. It's called a crazy laugh. <laughs> so she has a regular laugh, but then she goes off with the crazy laugh. And I think my son is picking it up also. Because in a meeting when I, you know, they were being filled and all of that. But I turned around and I told Brother Jake, I don't know what's going on here. But I knew that that was something different. That was a crazy laugh. And you have to live with them to distinguish that laugh. Amen. Because when she goes off with that crazy laugh, I tell you, boy, I look around sometimes and I think, they're going to take you away. <laughs> But thank God for that, amen. It is a special laugh. And you ever find yourself laughing like, like you're just crazy? Like, like something is different, amen. It's a different kind of laugh. Luke 6.21 says, Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Amen. And how many of you know that laughing is okay? Brother Hagan had a funny laugh, Amen. And I think it's going to stick with us till, till God comes back. Amen? <laughs> it's the ha-ha-ha laugh. I, I, I just wonder what was going on. Amen? When he came up with that laugh. 
Ha, ha, ha. Amen. You know, I also want to read the New Century Version of the same thing. 621. It says, you people who are now hungry are happy. But you will be satisfied. You people who are now crying are happy. Because you will laugh with joy. Amen. Job 8.21 says, He will yet fill your mouth with laughing and your lips with rejoicing. Jay Hoskins says in the meeting, Rejoicing is a sign of receiving. So when you see somebody laughing and they're rejoicing, they're not necessarily laughing at you, amen? But they're in the receiving mood. Amen? I like that. He said rejoicing is a sign of receiving. And something about laughter and joy, man, does put you in the mood. It doesn't matter what's going on, you know. That's why funerals should be filled with joy and not so much cry, crying, amen. Because things can happen in a funeral, amen. People can get up and start walking, amen, running around. But laughing is okay, Amen. I want to read you a last story from uh, Brother Hagen and his experience with laughing. Because everything I gave you, I try to give you from the word that you can go back and mourn on. Amen? And I myself will. He says, I was holding a meeting for a friend of mine a number of years ago. When I was awakened at a number of years ago, when, well, it's a number of years ago, he said, when I was awakened, around 1.30 in the morning. And for some of us, we read his books and his experiences. We know how he got healed and how sick he was. Amen? Because he's reflecting back on this and he's talking about, you know, this is like 1.30 in the morning. You know, by alarming systems in my body, he says, he just had these alarming systems. He says, I knew something was, something about them because they reminded him and how he was being, you know, how he was born with a deformed heart and became bedfast from it. So it's 1.30 in the morning and these symptoms start coming back, amen, and it reminded him, you know. And, and he just thought that these things would not, would, not, would not come again. But here they were at 1.30 in the morning. Doctors had said that I could die at any minute. But I was healed by the power of God when I was 17. These severe symptoms were in the region of my heart and chest, he's saying. So this is after many years, after he was healed of this. These were coming back, amen. The devil said to him, or said to my mind, he says, Aha, uh-huh, you're going to die. That's exactly what's going to happen to you. You've just been lucky you got so far. How many of you know that's what the enemy will try to do, amen? Remind you and trick you and letting you know that you have a little heart attack. That you're going to lose some things. That everything that God has given you is going to be taken away, like Job, amen? He says, you've just been lucky so far, is what the devil is telling him. Remember what the doctor said? That sounds like him, doesn't it? This is one time you're not going to get your healing. He kept repeating like a voice speaking to my mind. Now it's all coming back and you're going to die. In fact, you're dying now. (laughs) Sometimes you feel like that, amen? But he tries to read your symptoms, amen? And act on them. But when he tries to act on our systems, we, symptoms, we need to act on his word, on God's word, amen? And remind him who we are. That's not, not what Brother Hagen is saying, but I'll continue. And he says, somebody asked me, what did you do? So obviously he was talking about this, you know, he says, I was holding this meeting and, you know, this experience started coming back and re- trying to remind him that he was not healed again, that he was, was dying. He says, what did you do? Well, sometimes you have to do what you have to do with the situation that you're given and the circumstances that you're in, amen? 
So if you don't have your Bible around, you need to pull that, 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 that word needs to, to come out. Amen? If you haven't prayed in the Spirit for a while, it needs to start being pulled out and exercised a little more. Amen? But he said, well, it was in the winter time. So he says, I pulled the covers over my head and started laughing. <laughs> he used what he had. Amen? He says, now I didn't feel like laughing. Obviously, I mean, he's getting this pain. These symptoms are coming back. The devil, the devil's telling him like he's going to die. In fact, you're dying now. So I guess he must knew how he was feeling. Amen. And Brother Hagan knew how he was feeling, but he was not yielding to it. Amen. So there is such a thing as laughter inspired by the Spirit of God, where you just can not help it. But I had to put this one on. So what he's saying there is such a thing as laughter, laughing in the spirit, amen? But he couldn't get it. He had to put this on for himself. He says, I made myself do it. I covered my head because I didn't want to wake up the rest of the folks in the house and laughed out loud. It seems to me I must have laughed for about 10 minutes. Finally, the, the, the devil said, what are you laughing about? I said, I'm laughing at you. You know, he doesn't like to be laughed at any more than you do. He said again, what are you laughing at me about? I said, I'm laughing at you because you said, I'm not going to get healed. That's right, that's right, the response from the devil. This one time, you're not going to get healed. And he goes on with his famous laugh, amen? Ignoring the deceiver. He said, I said, ha, 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 ha. Were some of you there? Because you're doing it. But you know what I mean. He said, I just made myself do it. I didn't feel like laughing, but I just made myself do it. I went on and on and on and on. And I'm sure it felt more than, more than 10 minutes. Amen? It felt like eternity because he was experiencing this, this pain again. Amen? Finally, the devil said for the third time, what are you laughing about? I said, I've already told you. And I'll tell you again. I'm laughing at you. What are you laughing at me about? You said I'm not going to get healed. But that's right. This one time you're not going to get your healing. I said, ha ha. Mr. Devil. Sure I'm not going to get, get it. What do I need it for? Jesus already got it for me. That's why I said this morning, get some. Amen? He says, I don't need to get it. All I have to do is accept it. It's the thing we need to do. Amen? When the enemy comes, when doubt and unbelief shows up, we need to be careful with our mouth and what we say. And when that voice keeps coming, doubt and unbelief, we need to speak to it. Amen? The Bible says to, to resist the devil and he will flee from you. But it's only been, it's, it can only go with the word of God. He's not going to shout. He's not going to go away. But all the shouting that you do, if you say, get out of here. If you pick up a stick, he's not going to go. Amen? Only when you pick up the word. Amen? He's going to go. You're going to feel that silence. You're going to feel the presence of God. You're going to feel the presence of God coming back in you. Amen? Because this is what he did next. He said, now in case you can't read. This is, he's talking to the, the devil now. 
I said, I'll just quote First Peter 2.24 to you. It says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, shall live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. Okay, Miss Ethel? So we're on the right part this morning. So, he has given us his word, but we have to use it. If, if we have things in our lives and, and, you know, that can help us in, naturally in life and we use them for the purposes that they are used for, a blender for a blender, a microwave for a microwave, you know, we have His Word, amen? And we need to, I mean, find that Word, pick up that Bible, if you can be reminded of that, of that Scripture right away, and you know, get into the word. Like, you know, sometimes you know where a scripture is, where you just can't put your finger on it, but you know your Bible so well. How many of you, you know you can get into that word and just pull that up? You, you can't even remember what scripture it is, but you know exactly where it is. And you begin to hold that word up and begin to repeat it like Brother Hagan was saying there. He says, if we were, I was. So I don't have to get it. Jesus already got it for me. He got it for me. I accept it. I claim it. I have it. Now you just gather your little symptoms and get out of here. That's when you say what you want to say, amen. That's when you come out and you beat your you can beat your chest now, amen. After you have spoken the word of God. Now I don't know what some folks are waiting for on before they start re resisting. He says, friends, resist anything that is of the devil. And you are resisting the devil. When doubt comes, just say, doubt, I resist you. I refuse to doubt. When fear comes, speak to it. Say, fear, I resist you. Fear, I refuse to fear. Amen? Now, final application this morning. Remember, when sickness comes, we speak to it. Sickness, I refuse to be sick. I refuse sickness. I refuse you in Jesus' name. You must go. It will leave because you have that right. We have that right, amen, to resist the enemy. All we need to do is walk, speak, stay in faith by meditating on His Word. So if you take away anything from this, I want you to take away these applications, amen? Walk, speak, stay in faith by meditating on His Word. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. These are the things that you're going to need, amen? That we're going to need. These are the words that we're going to need when these things try to come. Pray in the Spirit regularly, which we spoke about. Ezekiel 37 44 says, I will put my Spirit within you, and you shall live. So many things to try to tell you that you're going to die, you're going to live, Amen? You can speak that word. Laugh a little. Laugh a lot. The New Century Version of Ecclesiastes 3.4 says, There is a time to cry, and there is a time to laugh. So there's a number of things we can use, and we have it at our disposal. We have the word, you can't find that word right, right away, you can begin to speak and pray in the Spirit. Amen? Amen? And He will help us out. If all else fails, begin to laugh. Amen? <laughs> Remember, a cup of joy a day will keep the devil away. <laughs> and you will keep your healing every day. 
Nehemiah 8.10 says, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. So in the morning before you leave the house, before you get your cup of joe, get your cup of joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us stand this morning. Father God, we thank you for this time in your presence. We thank you for your word, O oh Father God. We thank you for your spirit that you did not leave us, O oh God, comfortless. But we have your word. And every day we can, we can be reminded and we are grateful, O oh God, of the power and the presence that you have in our lives, O oh Father God. We are grateful for good teachers in this church, O oh Father God. For our pastor, Father God. And how he spends the time, O oh God. And we don't take it for granted, Father God. We'll build up our, our, our spirit, our lives in your most holy word, O oh Father God. When we go home, we'll reflect back, O oh Father God. When the enemy decides to bring doubt and unbelief, Father God, we'll bring out your word, O oh Father God. Hallelujah. We'll spray in the spirit, O oh Father God. We'll begin to laugh, O oh God. Laugh at him, O oh God. Laugh at the situation, O oh God, that is in front of us, O oh God. Because we don't have to have these things in our bodies, what you have taught us, O Father God. We thank you for a wonderful time that we had, O God, in the past week and even today, Father God. That we did did get some, Father God. We got some overflowing, O Father God. We're not going to dry up, O Father God. We are not going to dry and frail, O be frail, O Father God. But we, O God, are going to nourish ourselves in your word, O Father God. We We are going to continue for the rest of this week, O Father God. To be stirred up in some things, O oh Father God. To be reminded of some things, O oh oh Father God. To be filled, O oh God, with the spirit and power of your word, O oh God. The Holy Ghost in our lives, O oh Father. Remembering 2,000 years ago that it was, was done, O oh God. And that we were healed and we don't have to be healed. Because we were healed, O oh Father God. We just need to accept some things, O oh Father God, from your word. And let it become a reality in our lives. By applying faith, O oh Father God. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you, Father God. Amen.